Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, and I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which I gotta tell ya, it's a special one. It's episode 100, my friend. And what could be more appropriate to talk about than the celebration of and reflection on the commitment to create 100 podcast episodes every week for almost two years? Today, we're talking specifically about what it has taken me to actually do this, to produce this podcast every week for that long. And more than that, what I've learned about keeping this commitment to myself, and of course, what you can learn too about commitment. You don't need to be creating a podcast to learn something about commitment and habits from this episode. Lots to think about, lots to talk about, lots of insight. And it's also a time to thank you for listening. I'm not sure when or how you found the Women in the Middle podcast, but I am so glad that you're here. I'm grateful that I decided to commit to put this podcast out there. But even more than that, I am so grateful to you that you are part of my community of amazing women looking for a fresh perspective to help navigate this important and often challenging transition of life. And if you happen to be one of those amazing guys out there who's listening, I don't want to leave you out either. I'm also glad you're here. The midlife message I'm sharing can also help you with your transition, especially with greater insight into the women in your lives. No downside there. My message is really about doing midlife brave, about doing midlife with an openness to possibility about doing midlife to the max. For all those reasons, because you're an older and wiser woman who knows there's more out there, because you're ready to put yourself first, finally, because you're frustrated and feeling so stuck, because you're ready to challenge a whole bunch of your thinking about younger being better and about running out of time, because you're totally ready to get excited about your life again, and a big one, because you're tired of making fear-based decisions. So as an amazing woman in the middle, you have allowed yourself to let the universe bring us together. And I'm grateful for that. So thank you so much for allowing me to be in your ear on your walks, on your drives, and with you in the kitchen when you're chopping up those vegetables. And you know what? Maybe in the bathroom too. Yes, I'm fully aware that you might be on the toilet right now enjoying this podcast. Another thing I do when I'm listening to podcasts, sometimes I just crank it up in the bathroom. So even when I'm in the shower, I can hear somebody in my ear, so to speak. One of the things I've learned during this phase of my life creating 100 episodes is what my contribution and positioning is. My unique flavor and lens on the midlife trip or journey, but you know what? I hate saying journey because The Bachelor, they killed it for me. <laughs> they always say journey. I can't stand it. 
Yes, I watched The Bachelor sometimes, not all the time. I just couldn't take that, but I do watch it on occasion, especially the finale. (laughs) So the thing is, some people call it a midlife crisis. Other people call it a midlife awakening. Um, I don't know. Some just get introduced to the whole phase by having a wake-up call of some sort. I like to just call it a midlife transition. Nice and neutral. No weird reality TV show messing up the language. (laughs) But it still recognizes that, you know what, this midlife phase, it's a thing and it's worthy of a pause and a big dose of intention. So what I mean by my unique lens is really how my perspective and experiences shape how I show up in this midlife space. What's super funny for me to reflect on is how I used to think that I was kind of a badass because of all the crap that I went through in my childhood. I was thinking more about resilience, I think. And of course, I am still super proud of all of that. But now that I know so many more amazing women from all walks of life, entrepreneurs, um, older women, coaches, listeners of the podcast, people in the Facebook group. I have such a larger, so much larger a network now than I used to have in all those years in the public sector. So what I see now is people that actually have a badass persona (laughs) and I'm attracted to them. I'm attracted to their language, their attitude, their spirit, but I see that that's not really me. And now that I've been doing the podcast for almost two years, I have so many iTunes reviews and I've got amazing testimonials from coaching. And you know what you're telling me? You're telling me some extremely insightful and valuable information that's helping me see myself, my positioning and my brand. It's giving me more insight. And you know what? I was right. It's not that I'm not a badass in my personal life, but Badass isn't what I project to you, but I know what is. I know who I am. I am who I am. And that is your friendly, upbeat midlife guide with badass coaching skills. So it's a little bit of a tweak. And I love that. That's me. I'm super proud of that. I'm happy to be me and connect with you this way. Your friendly, upbeat midlife guide. I love being this person for you. It's natural for me. I've always been a glasses half full type of gal, even when I had no business stepping into those shoes. I mean, sheesh, when I share my personal story about my childhood, I think you see what I mean. And if you missed that episode, it was episode 93, and I called it my unique midlife perspective about losing my parents as a kid. If you're curious about what I'm talking about, make sure to catch that. So I love this quote by Maya Angelou. It really speaks to me. I can be changed by what happens to me, but I refuse to be reduced by it. That speaks volumes and I just love it. This is really how I think about my life. But what I really love about all of this is that I really understood this upbeat midlife guide idea, this brand of me being a midlife coach because of you. Your feedback and testimonials in coaching, your reviews on iTunes. So thank you so much for that. 
You really helped me know myself better and it also helped me help you more. Also, the emails that you send me, amazing. I love connecting with you. Now, I know this podcast is not for everyone and that's totally okay. What's super important for me is to find my people. That's my job when it comes to marketing. That's what niching down means. I'm trying to find my people on purpose and I found you. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. That is what it's all about, right? I can't just sit in my home and produce this podcast and expect you to find it. I need to make a big effort to find you. I need to know what you're looking for. I need to know who I'm trying to find. And it's gotten to the point now where I would say the vast majority are uh, people who actually contact me are exactly my ideal client. Like it's so rare. When I first started coaching, I think I got three people in the early years that weren't a really good fit for me. And it hasn't happened like that in years. So I love that. So we're really figuring each other out. Okay, now before we go any further into what creating 100 podcast episodes on time every week has meant to me, you may recall that I dropped a few hints that a new and exciting opportunity is being announced today in honor of the 100th episode milestone. In fact, this episode is sponsored by it, so stay tuned until the very end because you will hear about all the details and just know that you're gonna love it and there's only 50 spots at a very low introductory price for a very limited time. So you're gonna wanna act fast and get in on the special deal. Okay, here we go. When I look at iTunes or on my website and I see the long list of 100 episodes, I actually can't believe it. I don't know about you, but starting a new habit or creating a new routine and commitment, it can be a big deal. And seeing that big list says something. First, the podcast itself is a source of immense pride for me. I see that I've shared a lot of content and the feedback, like I said, has been so solid that I'm hitting the mark, that it's life-changing content, that what my people are looking for, they are finding in the podcast through the ideas, the stories, the examples, through all of it. And you know what? I am really proud of this. And I encourage you all to look for pride. When you feel pride, celebrate it. It's an amazing emotion. And you know how we like emotions around here. (laughs) The thing about the online world is that there are a variety of ways to share content to reach you with these messages, to engage. Actually, that is what social media is all about, the social part, the two-way connection part. Otherwise, it's just content, it's just media. And what I've seen is that the most uh, common way for you to connect with me is probably Facebook. Most of you find my website by Facebook and Pinterest. I have a, a large following on Pinterest, And Pinterest sends a lot of people to my website, right? It's a great way for people to discover the podcast. I also have a presence on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram, but it seems like most of the actual connection is with Facebook. So more of you have found my podcast recently on Google and by iTunes recommendations. Lately, that's been going on and that's totally cool. How nice is it that iTunes and Google are helping bring us together? Love that. 
Many of you also know about my free Facebook group as well. It's called Women in the Middle Community, and it's a totally fun place to continue the podcast conversations. You can find it at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women in the middle community. The reason I'm sharing this is first, I've learned more about how you find me over the past two years, right? Super important for me to know. And remember, like I said, that's a big part of my job. I just can't sit here having these ideas and topics and not make sure that I actually go out of my way to find you. I make it my business. But the podcast is part of my business that takes up the most time and energy when it comes to content generation. And what I mean by content generation is coming up with things to talk about and write about and communicate about. And I develop the majority of my content here first for the podcast. And then things get spun out, right? So the content gets repurposed in other ways for other social media. So for example, my podcast episode might be repurposed into a blog title, a Facebook post, a LinkedIn uh, article, three quotes maybe that you might see on Twitter and Instagram, and also as a conversation starter in my Facebook group. That's one of the reasons I feel so proud. The podcast has helped me work smart in my business. It helped me focus my attention and time on an activity that helps you and helps me by creating an easy way for me to leverage my content. So we connect, which is amazing. And then it helps me just work smarter in my business. Work hard once, right? That's what they say. Okay, so the second thing I've learned about hitting this podcast milestone is that the podcast has given me insight into my own ability to make a commitment and really commit. I successfully created and produced 100 episodes every week for almost two years. The two-year anniversary is the end of July. So here's what that has meant. First, figuring out the tech and troubleshooting the tech. And when your tech isn't your strong suit, it is, you know, it can be really challenging. And you know what? Ironically enough, it happened when I went to record right now. I turned on my computer and I always do a test, right? Testing, testing, one, two, three. And sure enough, there was something wrong. I could barely hear my voice when I replayed it. So instead of panicking this time, I was amazed to watch myself. I just looked at the controls in Audacity. That's how I record this. And sure enough, I saw that the microphone setting had changed. I don't know why or how, but it changed. I just changed it back and everything was fine, tickety-boo. So figuring out tech and learning and changing my thinking about figuring out tech has been massive. Another thing has been thinking about and determining the topics, right? And how I would teach you something valuable in an upbeat, accessible way. I don't want to be Debbie Downer. Some of the topics we talk about are deep and tough and complex and like a lot to get your head around. So I really want to come up with ways to communicate that make it accessible, make it easy for you to apply and learn from in your own life. So that's the challenge. And I feel great that I've been able to do that. Another thing is keeping to a schedule, which is particularly challenging whenever you're out of town because you have to get ahead to accommodate the podcast schedule, which makes your production schedule more complicated and intense 
if you're not super ahead in the first place. So I do a fair bit of traveling. I teach at the Life Coach School. Um, I'm in a, involved in a mastermind myself that has some retreats and some travel. I have out-of-town family. So, you know, um, it has been tricky and challenging, but I've been able to do that. And even with travel, I have not missed an episode. But struggling with getting ahead in general has been something that I have not been as successful at in general. I know it's the gold standard for a podcaster to be several episodes ahead, maybe even a couple of months ahead. And I would love to be at least four episodes ahead. And you know what? I'm not yet. (laughs) This is actually the thing about my podcast adventure that I feel most challenged by. I have gotten ahead here and there, but I haven't been able to maintain that lead once I establish it. So I'm trying to do that with some interviews. I have some interviews in the bank, so to speak, but in general, I'm not there yet. So that will be a goal for this year. Personally, this milestone has meant full-on commitment for me. Now, I've thought about commitment a lot since I've become a coach. It's something that my clients also think about a lot and want to crack. So basically for about the last six years, it's been on my mind. And today is actually the six-year anniversary of my layoff, believe it or not. How poetic is that? (laughs) Can you believe it that the 100th episode milestone is my sixth anniversary of the layoff? And the layoff was seriously one of the best days in my life. And I don't say that lightly. Getting laid off was what helped me break through my fear and resistance to leave my long-term job and finally pursue a career where I worked closely with people. That's what I'd realized that I was missing, and it wasn't the situation in my last job, which I had for 19 years. I was stuck being dissatisfied and feeling like there was more out there for me, and I felt that way for five years, and I was going nowhere fast. I learned so much from that experience, and that has now helped me help thousands of women who are experiencing something similar. I am so incredibly grateful for my layoff. So getting back to commitment, there's a big difference between feeling 80% committed and feeling 100% committed. And I want to drill down with this concept just a little bit. 80% commitment is when you say you know what you want. You might go buy some things that support your effort. Maybe a class, maybe a pretty planner, maybe some new clothes, but your results don't match your supposed commitment. And that's because you're not really 100% committed. You think you are, but you're kind of lying to yourself. You're really not. So let's take weight loss, for example. How many times have you signed up for a weight loss program bought new running shoes, a new pretty water bottle, and even downloaded a new app, but you didn't do all the things that were advised for success. I certainly have done that. That's what I mean. So the question is why? It looks like you really wanna lose weight. That's what you're telling yourself. That's what you're telling your friends. But the result doesn't stack up. It looks like you really want it. Whatever the result is that you say you want, But when you look at the results that you're creating, that is the sign for what you're thinking. So what's going on here? 
It's your thinking. (laughs) It's always your thinking. It comes down to that, right? The way you're thinking about what you want and your commitment is why you do what you do. It's why you do what you do. There's something in between your thinking and the way you behave, and that is how you're feeling. Your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings drive your behavior. Your behavior is what you do, right? What you do or don't do. And that is affected by how you think you'll feel or not feel as a result. Your results, or what I mean is really like your outcomes, will always prove what you're thinking. That's why I said, if you want to know what you're thinking, just look at what's going on in your life. That's what you're thinking. You're creating that. So the difference between 80% commitment and 100% commitment is really what I like to call wiggle room. When you're 80% committed, it feels like commitment, but you leave yourself a bit of wiggle room to basically, get ready, fail in advance. Sounds nice, right? It's basically not having your own back if you aren't fully doing what you need to do to create the results that you say you really want. That's the difference. There's no wiggle room when you're 100% committed. When you have your own back to create the result that you want, successfully attaining your goal. Your goal in this case is basically as good as done. Even when you don't have a clue what you're going to talk about on your podcast. (laughs) I knew it was going to happen. So I want to talk about that for a minute. I used to think that you needed to be inspired before you put pen to paper, or in this case, voice to mic. But you know what? My mentor from the Life Coach School, Brooke Castillo, she helped me change my thinking about inspiration, creativity, and creating new things. One of the quotes that I wrote down, I heard her say it live, and I just wrote it down. It said, in, she said, inspiration and motivation are a bonus. You can't rely on them. And I have to tell you, when I heard that, it really blew my mind. So she teaches that motivation and inspiration, they find you busy, not just sitting there being stuck. So thinking that you can move forward is a completely different experience than thinking that you're stuck. So really think about that. And it completely changed. For me, I used to think, well, if I don't have that brilliant inspiration, I might as well just not start. I should just go ahead and procrastinate. Nothing good was going to happen now. And now that's not what happened. Like I said, sometimes I sit down. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Or I don't know what I'm going to write. But I don't just sit there staying stuck. I change my thinking. I change my thinking to something that moves me forward. And the more I do that, the more inspired I become. The more motivated I become. It's crazy how it works, but it really works. (laughs) So getting back to being 100% committed, it's really about self-confidence. You know that you just need to do the time, take the steps, do the things, and there's not a shadow of doubt that the result is wrapped up. That's how you're thinking. So when I sit down, I know that there's going to be a podcast recorded that evening. I'm not thinking to myself, oh, I hope I get inspired and can come up with something good. That's not how I'm thinking at all. So let me show you what I mean with a weight loss example. That's usually something most of us can get our heads around, right? So 80% thinking goes like this. I'm hoping I'll be successful this time around with this weight loss program. 
or this thought. I love this new program, but I don't like food journaling, so I'll just cut that part out. Or this little gem. I'm going all in on this weight loss program, but it's too hard on the weekend. See what I mean? Notice how you feel when you think thoughts like these. Maybe you feel hopeful or a disconnection or maybe not complete confidence. Hope is one of those feelings where it sounds nice, but you don't take full control with hope. Disconnection is another one. Like it just, it does, that one doesn't even sound good, but it kind of pulls you away. The thing is that you leave yourself a bit of wiggle room to step away from your goal, to create a bit of distance from what you want, which inevitably leaves you an out for success. And you open the door to quit on yourself, to fail in advance. The thought you choose to think for whatever reason isn't serving you at all. Now let's take a look at 100% thinking. And let's use the weight loss example again. A thought like this, I know this weight loss program will work for me. And this one, I'm learning how to lose weight on the weekends. You see what I mean? Look at the feelings that you create from these thoughts. I'm learning how to lose weight on the weekends. So different, right? You don't feel hope. You don't feel disconnection. Big difference. So always look at the feelings that are created from your thinking. It's so different. These thoughts create confidence and motivation, like it's as good as done. In each example, you don't know what the result will be for sure. There's always a chance that you could be hit by lightning or fall into a vat of ice cream where it would just enter your body through osmosis. (laughs) We always like to think of these what-if situations, but the, the thing is that working on thinking thoughts like these will greatly increase the likelihood that you will lose weight. When you think I'm learning how to lose weight on the weekends and you have a weekend coming up, I'm learning helps you lean into it. It does not uh, encourage disconnection. Very powerful stuff. So the reason is because these thoughts that we're talking about, they create feelings. Feeling motivated and confident is completely different than failing in advance and leaning on hope. Hope doesn't take responsibility for your result, but motivation and confidence do. It's a whole different ballgame. And that's what happened with the podcast. The way I was thinking about producing the podcast was that it was as good as done. There wasn't a chance that I was going to miss an episode. It wasn't even in my brain. Kind of like the way I think about brushing my teeth. There is no way I'm going to start my day without brushing my teeth. It's not even an option. Flossing? A little different. I don't think about it the same way. It's kind of 80%, 100%. Flossing is 80%. Brushing teeth is 100%. There's a chance I won't be as consistent with flossing. It's not as good as done. Sometimes I forget. It's just not on my radar in the same way that brushing my teeth is twice a day. What about you? Can you think of something where you think you're committed, but you're really not? Look at your results. If you say you want something, but you don't have it, or you haven't created it, it's your thinking, and it may be this concept of 80% versus 100%. It's funny, when you're an entrepreneur, and you're the only, you're really the only one setting the rules. (laughs) It's me making my own schedule, but 
I know that when you're building a listener base, consistency is important. And it was just never a question whether or not I would show up for my podcast, my weekly commitment, which really means there's no way I would risk not showing up for you. Now, don't get me wrong, it wasn't always easy. In reality, it's a bit of a grind. (laughs) That's the best way I know how to describe it, especially because of my own issue with not being ahead consistently. And there have been more than a few episodes where I was recording at two in the morning. I just knew I didn't want to wake up the next morning and have this episode hanging over my head, right? I want to have it recorded and uploaded into my Dropbox for the editor on schedule. And I committed to it. And like I said, sometimes it was two, three in the morning. Also, if you started listening from the beginning, you may recall that I started out in the closet. (laughs) I set up a little recording studio in my cedar closet in the basement. It was nice and quiet down there, and it was really great, but there were no windows. It was really cold, and it became a bit of a pain to schlep my laptop and my iPad down there past and over the dog gates. I was started to worry about getting hurt, like tripping and juggling or dropping my laptop. So now I'm out of the closet and I'm in the back of the house right in front of a pretty picture window looking out onto a a ravine. Lots of greenery, lots of birds, much better. Big improvement for sure. But really the bottom line here is that I hope this story about commitment really helps you understand where in your life you're 80%. If you're not creating the results that you want, it just may be because of your thinking and a bit of wiggle room that you're attached to. Wiggle room gives you an out. Being all in for real doesn't. Your thinking is that it is as good as done. And that, my friend, is what's required when you're totally serious about creating a change or producing the result that you're after in so many parts of your life. As I always say, It takes a lot of focus and effort to move the dial on your life and make important changes. And that's what my podcast experience has been for me. No wiggle room, 100 episodes as good as done. And here for you to listen to and learn from as an amazing woman in the middle. Now let's talk about that big juicy announcement I was telling you about. As you know, I love helping amazing women in the middle. One of the things I've heard over and over from Women in the Middle is the importance of community, the importance of connection with other women going through the same thing at this time of life. Because dealing with the whole midlife transition phase of life, feeling stuck, feeling frustrated, aging, milestone birthdays, empty nest, career malaise, wanting to feel excited about your life again, all of this can really be a lot to handle. And I know that the best way to help amazing women in the middle is on an ongoing basis, month after month, reliable support. Well, I have exciting news. I'm planning on launching a membership site that does exactly that. I'll be launching it in September 2019, and I cannot wait to get started. This new virtual community is going to be all about giving you the support and guidance you need from me, a master certified life and weight coach trained at the Life Coach School and an upbeat expert midlife guide. 
You'll also get big time connection. You'll get to virtually hang out with a bunch of like minded women like you who know what it's like to be in a midlife funk and are ready to bust out and get excited about their lives again. In fact, I wanted to learn everything I could to make this an absolutely incredible, life-changing experience for my members. So I decided to join a program that will help me do exactly that. It's not cheap. In fact, it is several thousand dollars, but that's how strong my commitment is to helping amazing women in the middle to get excited about their lives again. I know without a doubt that this program will help me serve you better. I'm positive. So until June 3rd only, If you are an amazing woman in the middle, and I know you are, or you wouldn't be listening right now, who wants to be excited about life again in a warm, positive, and supportive community, a midlife community, then I would like to invite you to join me on this adventure and become a founding member. I'm opening up a limited number of lifetime spots into my membership for just $50 a month. I'm calling it 50 for 50 because you know how much we love all things 50 around here. 50 spots for only $50 a month. This means that you'll get to be a member for the life of the membership for a drastically reduced fee of only $50 per month. This will help me offset some of the costs of the program I'm joining and you'll get to play a part in helping make it happen. But here's the catch. You'll have to act fast. I'm offering this for only a short time and I'll never offer the lifetime option for this membership again after the first 50 founding members join. All future members will have to pay much more. I'll be opening the complete membership in September 2019. Between now and then, I will communicate with you twice a month asking for your input and offering updates and behind the scenes looks into the implementation. Remember, this is not done and will not be fully available until September 2019. Also, here's an extra bonus. If you become a founding member right away by Saturday, June 1st at 11.59 Eastern Standard Time, you will also get two private 45-minute coaching sessions with me. This alone is worth $450. I'm super excited about this midlife membership and the opportunity for you to become a founding member. It's the perfect option for you if you want more midlife coaching than you can get by just listening to the podcast or being in my free Facebook group. So if you'd like to join me in this, head over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash membership and click join by 1159 Eastern Standard Time on June 3rd, 2019, and you are in. The deadline for the extra bonus is the same time of night, but June 1st, 2019. All the details are there, just click join. I am so thankful for your support and I can't wait to have you as a founding member in this adventure with me. Remember, it's 50 for 50. What that means is that if you act fast and are one of the first 50 to join, you will save big. Don't allow yourself to have FOMO and regret taking advantage of this time-limited, one-time-only pricing for the first 50. The website address again is www.susierosenstein.com forward slash membership. It's Susie with a Z, www.susierosenstein.com forward slash membership. And all of the details are there. I can't wait to see you inside.
That's it for this episode. My focus as a midlife coach is to help you get excited about your life again. As always, check out the show notes with more information and links at susierosenstein.com. And don't forget to check out the amazing new midlife membership. Don't miss this special limited time offer 50 for 50. Be one of the first 50 to join and become a founding member. Let's do this, ladies, one bold and brave thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening and helping me celebrate 100 episodes of the Women in the Middle podcast. Talk to you next week. 